Welcome to Relationships with Rob. I am your host, an award-winning author, serial entrepreneur, and your virtual relationship coach. Each week, we are bringing you people who inspire me to live my best life, and we are going to take the plunge and look for clues so that we can have successful relationships too. I truly believe relationships mean the most to us, and we all have different reasons why. So let's get to the bottom of it. And if you're going through something right now, this show will help give you the tools necessary to Break through your own paradigms, leave with your best foot forward, and to never, ever give up hope. Let's get it. What is up, you beautiful, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Relationships with Rob, and I am your host. Sorry, guys, I'm so relaxed right now just because of something very powerful we did at the end of this interview, and in do we have such an amazing one for you guys ahead? So make sure you guys tune in. It was very, very powerful. We talked about so many things. Mvu, mindset mentor, business owner, fellow podcaster. She teaches women how to go from bitchy and broke to attractive and affluent. She is also the founder of Cup of Confidence and she is the host of Your Self Love Support Podcast. And she also has a private elite Facebook group, which I'll link up in the show notes. So you guys make sure you guys check that out. And she's she's doing so many things. I just can't name it all. I'll let her do all of that for you in the show. Okay. And we talked about her exodus from Cali and going to the Pacific Northwest, starting her own business, getting out of credit card debt, and, you know, all the relationships that it has impacted her to the journey that she's on right now. So if you guys are raring to go, I am. Let's get to the interview. All right. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I have an awesome, awesome guest with me here today. Her name is M. Vu. She is a mindset mentor, business owner, podcaster, dog and chicken mom, but we'll get to that. All right. And just an amazing, amazing soul. And I'm glad that, you know, she's on this podcast with me here today. So M. Vu, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked, super stoked to be here. Yeah, I love con- uh, connecting with other podcasters as well, too, just because, you know, it, it rarely do we ever get the tables turned on us. And so it'd be nice to, you know, sit here and ask you questions because I'm sure you've been in where I'm sitting and uh, could understand, you know, the, the variance that goes on. So before we get started, um, how about we take, how about you take us, take us back? paint a picture for us. Um, where did this all, your journey begin? And take us to, you know, dial the, dial the clock back for us. Let's see, how deep do I want to go with this? Well, I would say this journey began when I left home, uh, sunny Southern California. Um, I think I was 22 years old. I left home and I moved to Northern California with an ex-boyfriend uh, without really being mindful about my decisions. It was just like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. And here we go. And throughout my years of living in the Bay area, I learned a lot about self. And what's interesting is that now I've come to see those lessons clearly versus actually being in it. So I um, did quite a few things uh, in my time in the Bay area. I actually, um, 
did bikini bodybuilding for a few years. So I dived really deep into the whole fitness and nutrition realm and uh, learned that I have a very vain side to myself <laughs> through that journey and um, really learning different relationships that we have with food, with money, with other people in our life. Like it's, it's interesting how every relationship is really just energy. And um, going through all of that, I ended up realizing that I had no idea what I was doing or why I was even alive, which is interesting. When I had a moment um, to self, I, actually, I was planning my breakup with my ex. Like, literally, I was like, I, I calendared it, right? <laughs> G-calved it. And uh, the universe works in, in very miraculous ways. And he beat me to the punch. And I thought it was going to be the most, you know, mature really mutual kind of breakup, which it did look surface level. It was like if cameras were on us and it was a reality show, they'd be like, wow, that was a perfect breakup. Behind the scenes, a lot of crap came out, right? Where it was like infidelity, ugh, trust issues, abuse, all of it. It was like, oh, that's really reality. So I ended up really being on my own for the first time because I went from my, my mother's house, the, the house I grew up in, into my ex's realm, and then from there, I was like, shoot, I don't know what to do with my life. And I moved, you know, far away to be with this person that was, I would say, would just be a lesson, right? Some people come in as blessings, some people come in as lessons. And that was a blessing of a lesson because I wouldn't be where I am today without all of those. Um, so, yes, I basically had to be on my own in my late 20s, which was interesting. So... So where are you I going? so I eventually left the Bay Area and moved to Seattle area. So I'm a little south of Seattle currently. And man, since since that breakup, my growth has it's really physically shown. And I'm like, wow. And it's interesting because I when I think about it in the fitness terms, I haven't touched a weight or worked out in a gym for many years and the growth that I have, and even down to the body that I have today, I love it more and more. And it's very interesting how it all works. So yeah, so basically, it all started because of my own not knowing what I wanted out of life, not exploring myself. Like I, I lacked all of that. I did not do any of that in my 20s. And I put myself in a relationship that held myself captive, basically. So, yeah, no, I, I just, it, it, when I hear your story, it, it seems so similar to a lot of other people's, um, you know, it, it usually is a, a bad breakup or a heartbreak or whatever have you, um, that kind of triggers something inside of us. And I guess you and I kind of have a similar story in that sense where, you know, cause my story is all out there. Um, I didn't really start, you know, putting myself out there in terms of content stuff, uh, or helping other divorced dads when, um, you know, until I, I had gone through it and, and lived through it and breathed through it. So when you had left the Bay Area, um, you know, what are some things that you were thinking about that really, really helped you get to where you are right now? Because, I mean, we'll get into all this stuff that you're doing, but, I mean, how did you get from, like, one or two key tips that you could share with the audience about how you changed your mindset from whatever it is that you were in to where you are now? Interestingly enough, two things. I stopped wearing makeup. I used to be a makeup artist. So like I talked to, to you about the bodybuilding industry, it amped up my vanity. 
So it was always about looks. It was always about being perfect on camera and all that. And I, you know, it was interesting. I had to just wipe that off, literally live the, the Pacific Northwest hippie lifestyle. No more makeup and breathing the fresh air that we get out here. It was interesting because I've, in the past, you would never see me outside. I would be, you know, hibernation inside all the time, any kind of elements outside. I'm like, oh no, but nature really changed the game for me. And it's just so simple. Two things, don't wear makeup, be out in nature. And that really was, I think, two of the main foundations of what built this new mindset. And also it has to do with environment, right? The people you're around. My current partner is, I would say it's nothing like any human I've ever met, total alien. And I really feel that he plays a huge part of the nucleus of who I am today with mindset. For sure. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'm with you on the the two things. Like I never wear makeup. (laughs) I'm just always in nature. Right. So it's like, um, yeah, for sure. I think, I think just connecting with, you know, well, your spiritual leader, whatever it is. I mean, I, for, for me, that's God. Um, but, you know, nature and what he's put on the earth for you to enjoy, it's, it's really connects you. Like, it really grounds you. Um, I always talk about going for hikes. I always talk about that. And so, yeah, Pacific Northwest is beautiful. I mean, I used to live out in uh, the mainland in BC. And so, you know, just being on a, on a beach and then looking at snow-capped mountains, it's just, it looks, it looks I don't know. I can't even explain. I think. It looks gorgeous in winter time just make sure you have like five layers on and then you can still look at it and be like it's beautiful (laughs) for sure for sure um okay so this is a relationship podcast and so like i want to ask you a couple questions here and um we're gonna just deep just dive right in so what are or what is one of the biggest relationships that has impacted you in your entire life and it could be any relationship it could be with your mom your dad brother sister you know um you know even co-workers too like those are those are pretty tough relationships to navigate too so anything that you want to share with us what is the biggest relationship that has impacted you and uh that you'd like to share with us i was totally going another way but i'm gonna go with this relationship because i realized this is actually pivotal i would say my relationship with my mother and it's almost like she, my relationship with her makes all the other relationships in my life make sense. How they happen, why they happen, why they're here. So um, I would say growing up, you know, a uh, very strict Vietnamese household, uh, refugee mom. So everything was very like scarcity mindset, uh, hide inside. Any strangers come knocking at the door, just close the doors and close the windows and just hide. And so being in that type of mental state young, I always wanted to blossom out because it's just, I, I told myself I was a rebel. No, it was just naturally I wanted to blossom. And she also built this blossoming inside of me because I've watched home videos of myself. My mother used to be a singer. So she taught me how to sing and read and write in Vietnamese when I was two. I started speaking when I was one. So the Vietnamese culture was a huge part of me. And uh, the arts entertainment is a huge part of me. But as I grew up, I guess my, my mother felt that it was important to survive in America, right? To really be whatever, right? Go to school to be a lawyer, a doctor. She even named me, uh, my full name is Michelle Vu. She didn't give me an actual Vietnamese name because she knew that if I had a Vietnamese name on paper, a resume in America, 
my name may not get chosen. So she like purposely, strategically had a child to make sure this child could survive in, you know, like, like a foreign land basically to her. Um, so my relationship with her was rocky. I would say the moment I was able to speak back as a teenager, it was bad from then all the way up until I would say two years ago. And today I can confidently say that we are good friends. We understand each other, one adult female to another, and we laugh a lot. And we're just, I really do enjoy our relationship now. That's awesome. You've, you've hit, you've made me think of so many different things when you're talking there. Uh, one of them being the name thing. I, I never really thought about that because, you know, I have uh, a name on paper that does not look anything near Korean. Um, so only the last name of people are aware. But um, when you look at it, I, don't, I have no Korean name. And so it, it's just amazing to see that perspective. I never really looked at it at that angle. And I'm wondering if that was their intention when they made me. So that's interesting as well. Um, but just going back, I know you've mentioned a couple things here, but what is one or two major lessons that your mom has taught you that you're going to be now taking forward with you and maybe, you know, sharing with your offspring or with your friends? Uh, number one, one thing she shared with me, which is why I even launched my own coaching program this year is no man will marry you if you don't control your spending habit. One, two, just be a good person. Just be a good human being. Two lessons. She's repeated time and time again. And so how has that played into your life or into your coaching? Sorry. So that one sentence alone, this was actually in the year where I found myself in deeper credit card debt than I've ever been before. And, um, it was because I I was just operating on autopilot. I I just did what I knew exactly in that relationship that I shared with you earlier in the Bay area. I was with someone for almost seven and a half years and I was developing into a bad person in what my mom's eyes would say, right? It's just bad habits that were just amplified. And so when I left that relationship, I, I was still me. So I didn't know how to operate about like anything else. And it, it took a lot of of self-exploration, a lot of real talk with self, meditation, uh, feedback from loved ones that was like critical feedback. It wasn't like, oh, you're doing fine. It was more like gut-wrenching, very, very hard feedback for me to receive. And it just took me having to be honest with self um, and to see the reality of where I was at and to decide to take the courageous step to make a, a, a physical and permanent change moving forward. And that line stuck with me because I was like, you're right. No man, <laughs> no man is going to marry, no man or woman. Okay. Like that's, that's not good. So yeah, it's, it's played a huge part. Yeah. It's almost like an insinuation of not just like, 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 cause the way I, exp- I explain uh, bank accounts and emotional bank accounts and stuff like that, I, I talk about it as in spending. Right. And so like, you know, if you're constantly spending in areas that you're not, it doesn't have any value or it's not doing anything for you. Um, it's kind of the same thing, right? I mean, you, no one, no man, no woman no, is going to get attracted to that. Um, so, yeah, it's important, especially when you're single, like to be aware of these kinds of things because, I mean, <laughs> uh, they're important. Um, and you don't want to attract somebody who's doing the same kind of things as you because then, especially in the spending arena, you guys are just going to be freaking buying like crazy, going to lavish dinners, going to like, you know, this and that. And 
um, it just it just becomes a really really bad environment for both of you because you guys can't stop each other, right? So um, it's interesting to see that you've kind of stepped in there and you know you help a lot of women, I guess, uh, you know, to discover their mindset. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you got a little group coaching program coming up. Um, it's called Money Mindset Modality. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So this is a 12-week digital course, and I created it based on everything, like the years of crap that I collected for self and really looked and said, what didn't work, right? Because most of the time when you're enrolling yourself in a program, you're going to see, you're going to hear about effective work, right? What's effective, which is awesome. But without looking at self in the mirror and seeing what's ineffective, and sometimes, you know, women that I talk to get shy, there's a lot of shame and guilt behind some of their some of what they want to share. So I give examples, actually real life examples of, of if A happens, you have, an, you have a choice of doing B or C. Most of you may, may do B. Let me show you C, right? So it's, it's actually just being completely honest and showing all of the ineffective ways and obviously the effective ways to get the results that you want money-wise. And this, uh, <laughs> it's interesting enough, it's, it's, uh, it's more than just budgeting, right? It's, it's all coming back to mind and how we speak to self and what are our daily habits of, of how we operate, period. And now going into nutrition as well, because that's one thing I noticed that's different about my program is that it's not only mindset, it's overall wellness. We're going to talk about your your spiritual health. We're going to talk about your physical health. We're going to talk about your nutrition. We're going to talk about your sexual health. That all plays a part. And it's just like what you said, it's, it's the bank accounts, right? How are we filling, the, filling these bank accounts? My goal is to fill all the bank accounts within each female's life to where it's just, it's in abundance. It's just brimming. It's just like flowing over. It's like, oh my gosh, how do we stop this? Mm. We don't stop it. We keep it going. That's amazing. And so you went from like credit card debt to now you said a business owner. So talk us to, uh, you know, paint us that picture. Like how did that um, come about? What, what just like, what, what was it that was the catapult for you? So the credit card debt was, it was on top of owing money to actually my mother. And it was embarrassing to me because I was like in my, in my late twenties, I'm like, why would I owe my own mother who actually needs support from me? Right. So I'm like, ah, was she right? Should I have been a doctor? No, I had to like really use my self-love practices and really have the confidence and courage to know that I need to do something different and I needed to make a difference. Mm. Um, So what moved me from major credit card debt and actually it was still rolling. I was still Amazon priming like crazy. I mean, we all have the buttons right in front of us, right? It's really easy. Um, So to go from there, I really feel it was my environment because my partner, he's also a business owner and he's very disciplined. I mean, we're like, when we first met, it's like the yin and yang where he's like, I don't spend and she spends. So being around someone and actually physically being in that energetic field and seeing his results by just simply being disciplined and being responsible and having respect for yourself and also being very visionary and seeing a clear goal, not just really, really big picture, but dial it down to the point where you can see it yearly to quarterly. And um, I think I really had to tap into a different mindset when it came to that. It was almost like, well, how I, how I saw it then was, how do I tap myself from the female brain into the male brain? Because males can be very linear and focused. 
and I wasn't. I was just all over the board. As you can see, even with my business, I'm running multiple businesses now because <laughs> I want to just spread. However, it's very focused and very niched, thankfully. It's just focused down. And I, I really do feel that it had to do with the environment, the, the person that I was around most. Love it. And this is just a perfect segue because the next question I wanted to ask you is because we are a little bit, um, you know, talking about businesses and stuff, which I think is important and money. It's important because our relationships to money is just as like, it should be treated just as importantly as your relationships with everybody else. I mean, just the way you do one thing is the way you do another thing and the way you do another thing. And so it's important to understand these habits, but, um, I want to bring you back and it was such a perfect segue because you mentioned your partner and, um, so the question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, when you're, I guess, in an intimate relationship and you are, you know, past the dating stage or past, you know, the honeymoon phase, and then you go into the relationship and you guys are like, okay, now we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Now we're like headed somewhere. Um, what are some unwritten rules in, the, in that type of environment for you guys uh, that should be, you know, known? So for us, I would say number one, <clears throat> is communication but not just like vaguely communicate obviously we can all we can all say that but are we actually practicing it right so <clears throat> him and i we you know did the whole five love languages read the books went through even our own uh, relationship courses together and all that however at the end of the day it's practicing communication in the times when you don't want to that's the most like for me that's that's physically what i feel keeps keeps us going from my side. And then also him and I have this thing where it's, uh, we say it's inevitable because it's like when you know, it's like when you know that that's that person, right? Nothing, nothing external can ever shift it. The, the two energies will always be somewhat aligned and, and somewhat apart. Um, but it obviously takes practices of different good habits to keep that alignment. And it took me a while to get there. Uh, you know, bless his resilience and disciplined nature to, um, and also patience to really, in a sense, see my energy match up. Because uh, it, you know, like I said, I came from a relationship that I operated a certain way and I knew it for so long. So operating differently, I was like, this is not, quote unquote, me. But really, it was unveiling, taking off the layers, the layers of crap year after year to finally see me. Um, so I would say communication and just resiliency to where it's, it's, it's that whole mentality of don't give up. Don't give up. If you know that that's, that's the person, it's just don't give up because it's, it's well worth it when you see the big, the big picture. I love it. Yeah, I'm such a fan of that. And communication is like one of the biggest things that I promote as well, too. I mean, knowing how to communicate with your partner, but just understanding that if there are differences, like you're going to work through it together and not give up. That's the, that's the real important thing, I think. Um, so those are great. Um, I wish I could go a little bit longer with you on that, but we do. I do want to be a little bit mindful of your time. And we're going to take you to a part of the show. Um, it's just the random five, just so that we can connect a little bit and the audience can connect with you a little bit as well, too. So there's some random questions in here. And you don't know these questions, so you have no chance to prepare for them. Um, but I'm going to bring them back in. And are you ready for that? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Um, 
I, I'm going to throw a twist on this because I've asked this before. But if you could be, okay, well, this is easy for you because you have some. But um, if you could domesticate an, any animal in the world, um, what animal would, would it be and why? Other than Ooh, any, I get one? Any one. Oh, my one. gosh, just one. Oh, wow. And sorry to my vegans out there. I'm not trying to be cruel or anything. It just... No, domesticate, right? Like to have as, as a pet. As oh, a my pet. gosh. Okay. <laughs> I would say a blue whale. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It, oh, a blue whale. It has to be a whale. Absolutely. Not, how would you store that, first of all? Well, um... we're going into one of my goals. I, I plan to own many <laughs> waterfront properties, and one of the waterfronts would be the ocean. That's okay. We're gonna. You're gonna definitely have to invite me into one of your properties. Yeah. Sometime, Big right? Benny Blue is gonna come right up and say hello. Wouldn't that be cool? We are manifesting it right now, so that's. Uh, <laughs> I am. I actually am, and it's going to happen. So yes, you are definitely invited. Awesome. Okay. Um, Backyard barbecue with I have to make Big it, Blue. I have to make my way to the Pacific Northwest. I just filmed um, a recording another podcast with a girl from Portland, and she's like, oh. Yeah, that's really close by. I mean, you know, she's talking about Vancouver, right? Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, yeah, I'm definitely going to try to make my way down. Um, second question of the random five, what is your favorite book? Or is there something that you're reading that you'd like to share with us? What is my favorite book? You know what? I'll share with you right now. My book's sitting in front of me. It's not my favorite, but it's one that I know that I needed to read. Um, it's called Come As You Are. And this is all about the science of the female body, right? I mean, this is a transforming your sex life to another level. And what's interesting is I'm halfway through it, but the first half of the book, it's all science-based, which is something I never thought I would be interested in, but it really goes deep into the female body. I mean, even down to how we're calling our own vulvas incorrectly, vaginas. It's not vagina, it's a vulva. So just learning the, the proper vernacular of, of even speaking sexual health has been very interesting. So I, that's a book that I know that I need for myself. And uh, I've already rec recommended it to some other uh, female friends of mine. Hmm. Awesome. My 16-year-old self is coming out right now. And the vulva, the word vulva right now is, um, it's pretty, it, it was pretty offensive to a lot of people. It's just funny that you've just now schooled me that it's actually called that. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, my my little sixteen year old self is giggling right now. I'm sure some of them <laughs> can understand. Um, but anyhow, um, if you could hop on a plane right now and go anywhere in the world, money doesn't matter. Uh, where would you go and why? Man, my jet setting life has already started. So I'm like, ooh, so many places. Uh, I know where I would go. I would go to Vietnam. I would go to Hanoi, Vietnam, and Wherever there are trees and fields, I would like to sit meditatively uh, somewhere in that area just to take in where my ancestors started. And yeah, and nice, it would be nice to travel there. I've actually never been to Vietnam ever, so that'd be cool. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm just, you're painting a picture for me. And, and I've seen pictures of, of Vietnam, not just like the, the city life, but just uh, the, uh, the rural life over there yes. it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous um lots to see and it's very humbling because you don't know that like how how grateful we should be because there's people living with such less than us and they're doing just fine 
Um, but anyhow, yeah, that would be a great trip for sure. I think I want to go there too, just for the food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yes, that hit the hit the markets for food. So Absolutely. Good over there. Um, anyhow, okay. The what are we? I think we have the fourth question here. Um, do you have any weird eating habits? Like, is there something that you have to eat in a certain way or anything like that? Well, I was told that I chew with my mouth open, so <laughs> I don't think that's weird. But um, what's a weird eating habit? Like for oh, me. oh, I, I know one's weird. Okay, so spaghetti, right? Spaghetti and meatballs. People eat it like Italian way with the fork and the spoon, which I'm still learning, by the way. I'm chopsticks girl. I'm like, please, chopsticks. Anything noodle-like, I'm like, chopsticks. And people are like, what? Like, chopsticks, please, you know, at like Olive Garden or something. But um, yeah, that's one thing that I would say I would prefer to request chopsticks for that. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, if you had to meet someone who is dead right now and you can have a, either a meal with him or have a conversation with him, um, him or her, um, doesn't have to be famous, who would it be and why? My grandpa. I did not meet him. He died. Uh, yeah, I think he died before. No, this was during the war. Um, I would like to meet him because my family members, the older generation, so my mom, my aunts and uncles say that I am the epitome of him. And he was a professor who spoke many different languages, French being one of the main ones that he spoke. Um, and he was neat and tidy and super anal about cleanliness. And I am that way myself. <laughs> And I remember growing up always being made fun of the little kid picking up crumbs off the carpet because I just wanted a place to be clean. And I didn't know why I did it. I just wanted to. Um, and he also uh, is an avid reader. Uh, so professor, right? He taught my mother how to read when she was two or three. So she read books and poems and all sorts at a very young age. And I'm the same way now. I'm like, if I can just have the Beauty and the Beast library in my own house, which will happen. We said it here. <laughs> It would be great. Awesome. How many kids did he have? Him and my grandmother had seven, seven children, but six are living. Mm, and then, so you have six aunts or uncles, one mm -hmm. being mom, um, and then how many cousins? <laughs> like, we don't have that many, but it always feels like a lot because one of my cousins who lives in Portland, she just keeps popping out babies like every year. So we add them into the cousin mix, right? Because they're considered cousins too. Mm, I was uh, just wondering if there's any of his spirit uh, around. I'm pretty sure there is, but uh, my mom says it's me. That's him. Yeah. That's, that's like walking around. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. I guess I could be a dude in another lifetime. That's cool. <laughs> well, I was always exploring like reincarnation and stuff like that. So, I mean, that, that it's, good. Like, it's a valid thing um, for sure. Okay, well, that takes us to the end of the random five. So thank you for that. I feel like I get to know you a little bit better. Um, so we're going to wrap it up with one question here. But before we do that, um, I just want to take a moment and acknowledge you for coming on the show and sharing us with your wisdom and being vulnerable and letting us know a little bit into your life. Um, I'm sure that's, you know, for some people, it's, it's a little bit awkward. But for you, I feel like it's just, you know, natural. And I, and I think it's very empowering for, you know, all of our listeners out there to understand that as well. Um, so how can people get a hold of you? Where are you usually hanging out? Where am I not hanging out should be the question. <laughs> so you can find me. Um, 
on Instagram and Facebook. So I'm very active on Instagram currently. I just love the platform. It's definitely different from my YouTube years. So I used to be an avid YouTuber for many years, but I, um, I'm learning that there's just different avenues. That's a little bit more fun and creative. So you can find me on Instagram at mvu, that's who. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook uh, as well there. And then also with my company page, which is like overall wellness, female empowerment, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook as well, Cup of Confidence. So at Cup of Confidence. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to put all that in the show notes, but that was just for our auditory uh, listeners who can remember it and visually. Um, but okay, so if you guys don't want to look at the show notes, you guys can um, just type that in to Facebook and find it, Cup of Confidence. And uh, just Michelle Vu on pretty much every platform as well. So anyways, that, that'll be in the cup. Uh, that'll be in the cup. I was just of confidence. Yes. <laughs> of this podcast. Um, so yeah, and, and the private elite Facebook group as well too. I'll put that up. Um, if you can give me the link for that and uh, the money mindset, you said you got a 12 week group coaching course. Oh, and she also does one-on-one coaching guys. So we did forget to mention um, she does offer that as well. If you guys need something, a little bit different because I know group coaching can be uh, a little bit daunting for some people and they would much rather just get a little bit of a, a more intimate setting. Well, she does offer that as well too. So um, let them know how they can get that. Oh, absolutely. So you can just, you know, for us millennials out there, shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook, or you can actually send a request through cupofconfidence.com on the website. Uh, you can You can actually easily find us in the contact form there. But the fastest way to reach me really is Instagram. So just shoot me the DM, baby. That's it. That's what I love. I love it. Yeah, the DMs are just the best way to, to go about it. So, yes, she can take you from bitchy and broke to attractive and affluent. Did I get that right? You sure did. We don't want no bitches yes. in here, do we? Yes. Nope. Okay. No. Um, but, yes, definitely follow Michelle. She's just an awesome person, and she's just, you know, gearing out content like crazy, too, just for your entertainment and uh motivation and whatever that you need to get through the day because it's tough out there life is tough there's a lot of things that uh you know can throw you wrenches and and um, you know get you off your path but for sure michelle's definitely there to help you out so perfect okay i'm going to take you to the last question here and um it's usually it's it's for the it's for the people who are heartbroken you know the ones that are who are down and out right now who are just maybe you know got divorced or they're in a really really bad breakup um you know such as you know, moving in with somebody and then completely understanding that it's not meant to be. Um, but, you know, th- those people, like, what would you say to that one person, him or her, you know, to kind of get out of that rut or, you know, just to deliver some hope? I would actually lead this person in a quick 10-second meditation with me, whether in person or audible. I would say take a nice deep breath through your nostrils for me. Exhale everything out. Let your shoulders drop and just repeat these affirming words after me. I am worthy. I will be my best self. My mistakes are only teaching me so that I can one day teach others how to be their best self. I am more than enough and that's it powerful 
Love it. Beauty, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And there you have it. M. Vu. Just killing it at the end there with some affirmations. If this episode resonated with you, go follow her on social media. Let her know what you thought of the episode. Like she said, she's only a DM away. All right. And if you guys are digging this Please go rate and review, subscribe to this podcast. Let me know what you guys thought of it, what you guys want to see on upcoming episodes and who I should interview next, okay? So follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm usually hanging out. I'm also only a DM away, all right? So let's connect, guys. I want to talk to you and see what you guys are struggling with and help you in any way I can, all right? Peace. Peace.